Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Have you ever heard the story about 10,000 hours? How it goes is, if we want to learn something and we spend 10,000 hours on developing our skills in that area, and so that if we stick with it and keep learning over 10,000 hours, at the end of those 10,000 hours, we'll move from a novice to an expert, a very good expert in the field that we studied. Some of us, for example, may have wanted to learn a language, and we study that language, we get good at that language, we may spend time in the other country really learning that language, and let's say we hit that 10,000 hour mark, most likely we'll begin to dream in that language too. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, but with time and effort we just keep getting better. Now initially, the improvements are huge. We go from not knowing how to speak that language to learning a few phrases, and with time we get better. But the further along we go, it's more fine-tuning. We won't necessarily see drastic changes, but we'll see subtle changes, and these subtle changes keep making us a better foreign speaker in that language. I don't know if you saw the movie Rocket Man about Elton John, but he didn't just one day wake up and become an excellent musician. He worked at it for years and years. And with all that training at some of the top schools in the world, he became a world-class expert. Here in the U.S., the top paid profession overall is surgeons. There are people that make more than surgeons, but as a group, they make the most. At least they have most recently in the studies that have come out. But how do they get so good at being a surgeon and then end up making so much money? It really, again, is that principle of 10,000 hours. I don't know if you know the training of a surgeon, but first they go to undergraduate school for four years, and they have to be very good at that. Then they go into medical school for four years, and again, they have to be very good at medical school. And then they go on to their residency, and that can run between five to eight years of hours and hours, countless hours, probably 10,000 hours. And then at the end, they are excellent at what they do and are able to help a lot of people. You right now may be on that 10,000 hour path. Perhaps you're going to school. Perhaps you're learning a trade. Perhaps you're developing a musical artistic skill or a language skill. Whatever it is, if we spend the 10,000 hours on something, not just doing it, but keep developing our skills to get better and better at it, that's what's going to happen. We're going to get quite good at it. In the academic world, again, they say when someone spends up to 10,000 hours on their specialty, they're going to be one of the top specialists in their field in the world. So the 10,000 hours theory has been around for a very long time. And it's based upon the fact that when we consistently, regularly stick to a goal of learning something, of developing a skill, we're going to get good at it. And with time, we're going to become very good at it. But here's the thing we have to be aware of. Just because we become good at something doesn't mean we're going to find happiness. Happiness and success aren't correlated. It isn't that being successful will make us unhappy. It's just that being successful, being world class at something, will not correlate with happiness. I think we all can think of someone who is very good at what they do. But being very good at what they do does not necessarily make them happy. Or think of the story again about Elton John. I remember in the movie, he was selling 5% of all the albums in the entire world. 
who's living in a beautiful mansion surrounded by beautiful people. And he got on the diving board, jumped off and said, I'm going to kill myself and attempted to commit suicide. He had more success than we could imagine, was probably one of the best musicians in the world. And with all that success, he decided to end his life. So as you can imagine, I actually do believe in the 10,000 hour rule, meaning that if we really work at something, we're going to get better at it. With time, it's more fine-tuning, but we should see improvements, pretty drastic ones at first, and with time, ongoing improvements, though they may be more subtle. And again, with time, when we compare ourselves with other people, we should see that we are getting a lot better than almost anyone we know, at least at the thing we're working at. Now, I know because of life demands and all the things we have to do just to get by, most of us will never take that 10,000-hour challenge. It's too hard, and it's not even worth it. Why would I want to become proficient at a language? Every hour I'm spending developing that skill, I'm not doing something else that I might enjoy. And there's truth to that. Surgeons sacrifice a lot to become surgeons. I mean, a lot. Their lives are put on hold for years, and they're exhausted, and they're tired. And it's just excruciating to become a surgeon because it's so hard and it takes so much time. And again, we may not want to do that, of course. But here's my question to us today. I've learned after all my studies, and I've spent way more than 10,000 hours studying the field of happiness and how to be happy in our lives, is that happiness is a learned skill like anything else. Though some of us start off, of course, better than others because our parents taught us happiness skills through their behavior and how they treated us and what they modeled for us. And others of us had parents that weren't very happy and experiences growing up that were quite challenging. So we have more to learn. But all of us, I believe, can become excellent at having happy, peaceful lives because it's a learned skill and something that we can apply effort towards. And there's a lot of benefits to choosing this path, the path that I'm going to spend 10,000 hours plus plus to work on being happy. I'm going to learn these skills and get better at improving my life. I mean, we so often know people that really have spent a lot of time developing their skills in their either their profession or in their life, whatever it may be. And we realize all the effort they put towards that hasn't made them any happier why they get caught is they think, if I reach this goal, that will make me happy. What really happens is they have reached their goal. They've gotten excellent at what they do, but it has nothing to do with happiness. And being successful at something doesn't make you happy. I mean, if it would, everyone that's successful would be happy. And we all know people that are incredibly successful, either through the media or through our friends or through acquaintances that have reached the goal, the 10,000 hour goal, and yet it didn't add anything to their life. Success doesn't take away from our happiness, but it really doesn't add anything to our happiness. But today, what I want to challenge us with is perhaps, just perhaps, taking the happiness 10,000 hour challenge, where we realize that, oh, happiness is a learned skill. It is something that I can work on right now. And when we stop making other goals our focus with the hope that they're going to make us happy, because they're not, they will make us successful at what we're pursuing, but they won't make us happy. So what if instead we decided, I'm going to make my pursuit 
happiness, just that. And there are so many things we can do to improve our lives. I don't know if you know it, but this is the 250th episode of the Happiness Podcast. That's a lot of material that we can listen to and learn how to improve our lives. And I think we would find it very helpful. I have spent my entire life trying to figure out what makes life work well. Just in and of itself, no matter what's going on in our lives, it's not about the external, it's about the internal. And if we learn how to develop and fine-tune our internal happiness, what we'll find is that no matter what's happening, we can be happy. It is, of course, a learned skill. But what if we put our efforts towards this skill and not other things? Now, there are some things that go with this 10,000-hour challenge. One of it is we do have to give up on other things. So we may want to come home and watch all our favorite shows. And instead, we're going to sit down and perhaps listen to and study techniques of happiness, like begin meditating, spending time in nature, going for walks, and learning all the different skills that are part of having a happy life. They take time, they take effort, but the great news is many of them, if not all of them, are going to be so much fun, and with time, we're going to really like them. We're just going to like the way they make us feel. We're going to enjoy doing them. It may not make sense to us at first, but if we apply them and do them, these are things that all along the way will keep making our hearts feel better. That is a wonderful thing we could all work towards. And even though the 10,000 hour rule may not be an exact science saying that if we do this 10,000 hours, we will get this result. But what it does is it does show that if we're going to get good at something, we do need to work at it. And I think just having simple algorithms like a 10,000 hour rule can be helpful to remind us that, oh yes, I need to keep working on this. And if I'm going to be good at living a happy, peaceful life, it takes work, it takes effort. And we have such a tendency to think, if I do this other thing, that will make me happy. And often these other things are of immediate gratification. I mean, think of someone who's working really hard all week long and they just want to relax on the weekend. And the quickest way that they can think of relaxing is by getting drunk and partying. I mean, in the short term, of course, it will work. But in the long term, it can have devastating consequences to their life. And it definitely won't lead to happiness. So I think so often we're working towards other goals, 10,000 hour goals, with the hopes that at the end, everything will be fine. But what I'm suggesting today is that we switch from these other goals, or if we don't have a 10,000 hour goal, that we create one saying, I'm going to really work on improving my life. Because the wonderful thing about improving our lives is we can keep getting better at it and better at it and better at it. But it takes time. It takes effort. And I think realizing this time and effort needs to be applied on a regular basis. We need to set aside time for it. We need to learn. We need to explore. We need to grow. There are so many helpful resources out there that we can turn towards. But it does take effort. And that's why this podcast today is about committing to, deciding to, working towards the effort of improving our lives. But that's our focus, not other goals, just the focus of having a good, beautiful life. Again, it's just a rule of life. 
If people retire well financially, most of them have worked at it. A few people do inherit money, but most people that retire well saved, put money aside, and made it so that when they reach retirement, they had enough money to live well. It's like that with life. Life is a school. We're here to learn. We're here to learn how to live well, to have beautiful lives. But we're not going to just do it automatically. If we do nothing, nothing happens. When we work towards goals, then things happen. It's like being in shape. We could be in excellent physical shape, but if we stop going to the gym, we're going to get out of shape. It's really the same thing with happiness. There are things that we need to do on a consistent basis that will make our lives work well. That's what this podcast is all about. There's very specific things that we can do to improve our lives, but we do need to do them because it does take time, it takes effort, it takes commitment. And that's why I like the idea of the 10,000 hour rule. Again, whether it's true or not is irrelevant. What's relevant is the fact that it is going to take effort. And I know when other people succeed in their fields, they spend a lot of time doing things to get better at what they do. What if instead today we decide, all right, I really understand the idea of 10,000 hours. It makes sense. Of course, spending 10,000 hours on anything, I'm going to get a lot better at doing that thing. But what if instead of all the things that we do, we really committed to working towards improving our lives and finding happiness on a daily, hourly, almost minute by minute existence. I know it sounds incredibly hard. I know it sounds difficult, but it is a possibility. There are people doing it and they weren't born that way. They do things to make sure they got that way and they keep doing them. And that's the last thing I want to conclude with is yes, we may reach the goal where our lives are going exceptionally well, but the key is we need to keep improving and getting better and we can't stop. Just because our lives are going well doesn't mean they're going to keep going well. They're going to keep going well if we keep developing these skills. And a lot of it is keep doing the things that we're working. No matter how good we get at something, we have to practice to keep ourselves in shape, in tune with what we're doing. So a world-class pianist doesn't stay a world-class pianist unless they keep playing. I remember when I was working on my PhD, I decided to learn karate. And I got to the point where at the end I was able to get my black belt. It was an accomplishment that I really enjoyed. But after I got it, I wasn't that interested in continuing and I let it go. And of course, with time, I am not a black belt at all anymore. But I learned the skill and I let it go. The wonderful thing about peace and happiness, it is something we can develop throughout our lives. And if we want to keep it going, we do need to keep practicing it. Because once we stop practicing it, we will get out of the happiness shape. So this is something we can commit to. We can decide that, oh, I get it. It is something I have to work towards. It's not going to just come naturally. And it's not going to probably come through other goals that I'm working towards. If I want to find peace in my life, I have to work towards that. Not other things that I think will create peace and happiness in my life. Just working on being peaceful and happiness no matter what. That's the focus of this podcast. There's so many other things we can turn towards too, of course, 
but let's learn them, let's commit, and let's say, yes, I will commit to keep improving my life, keep making it better to my dying breath. And whether that be a thousand hours, 10,000 hours, or a hundred thousand hours, I will keep until my dying breath work on improving myself, learning, and experiencing life to the fullest. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. Besides creating this podcast, there are a variety of other things that I do. If you'd like to keep abreast of these activities, and perhaps someday we may be able to meet in person, just go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You can subscribe to my newsletter, and if you do, you'll be emailed a free PDF copy of my meditation book called Reflections on Meditation. And until next time, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding, while other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace? Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity require specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling in coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company, and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general. I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings. <music>